I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Ridiculous News is a production of iHeartRadio and Cool 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 Audio. Hey, amazing Ridiculous News listeners. We wanted to put this special note for y'all at the top of this episode that after this season, we're going on hiatus. We have had such a blast creating this show for y'all. It has been one of the coolest creative experiences of our careers. And so, of course, we want to stay in touch with you all. So for updates, follow us on social media. I'm on Instagram at Mark Kendall Comedy. And I'm at Whirly Bird Pictures. That's W-O-R-L-E-Y. And, of course, follow Ridiculous News Podcast as well for updates. We would love to hear from y'all. Okay, so without further ado, let's get to this amazing episode. Hey everyone, welcome to Ridiculous News, not your average news show. We cover stuff you didn't realize was news from the wild and funny to the deep and hidden to the absolutely ridiculous. I'm Bill Worley, an Atlanta-based filmmaker and comedian. And if I haven't seen that show that's your absolute favorite, the reason is simple. There's just too many damn shows to watch. I'm doing my best out here. I'm Atlanta comedian Mark Kendall. And Bill, I gotta say, look, I know there's too much out there, but if you're gonna pick one new show to watch, I'd recommend... Abbott Elementary is fantastic. You know what? I've heard really good things about that. And damn it, Mark, I'm going to give it a try. Thank you, Bill. All right. So today is a deep dive episode all about batteries. Uh, Batteries through the years, weird facts, and yes, the positives and negatives. (laughs) It's going to be a fun one. Well, now for some ridiculous news nibbles to start things off, I'll be talking about a couple quick ridiculous stories about your favorite topic, batteries. So uh, the first story, the first headline up, Bill, is a survey shows that one in eight people suffer anxiety from low foam battery. 
That is me. Uh, hands up. That's I, me too. And honestly, I'm surprised that it's that low. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. One in eight. I, what, what, who are they surveying? I don't know. Not our generation. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I'll read through the summary. So yeah. according to a recent survey of 2,000 smartphone users, six out of 10 people said they couldn't cope with being separated from their phones for a day uh, per study finds. Uh, additionally, one out of eight people said that, th- that a dying phone battery gives them anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, smartphones offer so much, it's unsurprising that we're dependent, making the common complaints around battery life a real issue, uh, Petri uh, Hernan of HMD Global said in a statement. Yeah, I think we are super dependent on them. We have a whole episode on phone addiction, and I think you know, low phone battery is definitely an element of phone addiction. I think they go hand in hand. Uh, somewhat recently I got an iPhone 13, but before that I had an iPhone 10 for a while and that one, um, you know, it, it, the battery started to go out and I would, it would get frustrating at the end of the day. Luckily, knock on wood, this is not an ad for Apple, but so far this one seems to be lasting all day. Yeah. I'm definitely one of those people, uh, that will always have my phone plugged in. And I realized that uh, I only found out recently that you're not supposed to do that. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. But to me, I've always just like, I love having a fully charged phone. I love mm. that green bar in the top right of the screen. Yeah. So for a long time, I'd always have it filled. Uh, but I learned recently, it's just like, no, you charge it up, let it live its life, you yeah. know? I think they've gotten better at that too. I think batteries have gotten better at being able to be plugged in a little, you know, um, but I still, to your point, the best practice is, I think, to let it let it go and, and uh, just write us at uh, ridiculousnews at iheartmedia.com if, uh, if you have a different opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, one last uh, quote from the story. So the person that conducted the study uh, said, there are other ways we can preserve our phone battery and offset that angst from using network connections selectively uh, to muting unnecessary sounds and stopping apps from running in the background these all help the cause and keep you switched on for longer. Right. Yeah. So that way, you know, you can try and get rid of some of that uh, low phone anxiety or hopefully as these batteries get better and better, as we'll learn, they continuously are. Uh, maybe your phone can make it the whole day without needing uh, some CPR. Yeah. Um, here's another story, Mark. Uh, there was a drone that actually carried a defibrillator to uh, save the first cardiac arrest patient in Sweden. And by that, I don't think it was the first cardiac arrest patient ever in Sweden, but it's the first time a drone carried a defibrillator to help save that person. Um, A man in Sweden, here's from the story, a man in Sweden is alive today thanks to, in part, a drone. The 71-year-old experienced a cardiac arrest while shoveling snow in December and was resuscitated by a nearby doctor after a drone flew in a defibrillator. Wow. Um, which is just wild. Yeah. I mean, uh, take that, uh, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> um, the defibrillator is much, I mean, I, we need our, our Amazon products, but come on. Uh, someone experiencing cardiac arrest actually needs help within 10 minutes in order to survive, which kind of highlights you know, why this is so important. Mm. Um, and there's Everdrone's Emergency Medical Aerial Delivery E-MADE, uh, <laughs> which is a funny acronym, and services designed to Deliver help as quickly as possible. It allows emergency dispatchers to send a drone carrying the device to a caller's home, kickstarting the life-saving process before the ambulance arrives at their home. Um, in this particular patient's case, it took three minutes for the services to deliver the defibrillator to his home, which is wow. wild. A bystander who happened to be a doctor on the way to his job 
use the um, defibrillator on the patient after providing CPR. So, you know, I guess that's a little twofold. So one, you're having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. You, you call, they send the drone your way. And if you can, hope that a doctor is walking by on the way to his job. Absolutely. You know, what's uh, kind of interesting about this story. This is not the first time I've heard about a story where a doctor just happened to be near someone that was able to spot the signs or was able to react quickly. I, I don't know a lot about cardiac arrest or anything like that, but when the article mentioned how quickly you have to respond, that, that's that been a recurring theme in the stories that I've heard about that. Do you think it's because the people where there aren't doctors just die? And then we just don't hear these stories. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I think that is what it is. Yeah. It's a little dark, but, uh, you know, I I think that's, I mean, that's probably what's happening. We should always always have a doctor around. You know, I need more doctors in my life. Um, I'll work on that, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, what a, what a cool technology. And I hope that that continues because, you know, anything you can do to help, help save people's lives. Yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. Even using drones. Because let's face it, drones aren't always known for saving lives. Right, right. <laughs> Very true. Uh, well, one final quick news nibble for you, Bill. Um, we'll be talking about uh, electric vehicles uh, later in the episode. So I feel like this headline relates to this somewhat. So the headline is, STEM high school and college students in Connecticut build electric cars for kids with disabilities for free as part of the Go Baby Go organization for children's wheelchairs. Uh, Yeah, so uh, the story is uh, these students, they came together and they built these fully functioning electric carts uh, that were built to make to look like mini cars uh, for families who may not be able to afford adaptive wheelchairs. Wow. Uh, STEM students from New Britain High School and technology education students from Central Connecticut State University built the carts from scratch together. Um, They are part of the local Go Baby Go chapter, uh, an organization that helps kids with disabilities receive access to independent mobility. Uh, The organization was started at the University of Delaware uh, and now has chapters across the U.S. Uh, And uh, the article goes on to say, uh, when each child got into their brand new cart, their faces lit up. It's the single moment the builders look forward to the most. Um, And there was a particular uh, child, Messiah, uh, and the quote was, uh, Messiah's face uh, with smiles the entire time, Central Connecticut State student Connor Spencer said. It's a priceless reaction to see the parent and child reacting to. Um, uh, the whole idea of I'm moving, doing it by myself, no one's pushing me, uh, is really great. And that story is from a couple of years ago, but because it's pretty heartwarming, decided to share it. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can help people out, and it's so cool. I was always um, jealous of kids growing up that had like, those uh, electric cars. You know, I had my big wheel. Uh, which I love to ride around, but folks with the, uh, the the little cars you could drive around. So essentially for our listeners, it's that. It's like one of those cars, but you know, a kid is driving around a school um, hallway and they do look cool. I mean, they legit look cool. I'm sure they feel cool. And I'm sure, you know, it sounds like the students felt like they have a lot of more freedom of mobility, which is so cool. I mean, I, I think more kids should just have little cars, you know, if they need that type of transportation get around it definitely makes you feel cooler absolutely and it was just cool hearing in that story about how it was different people collaborating together like high school students and college students helping kids who must have been like an elementary or preschool i love that you know cross-section of people coming together yeah and it's science technology engineering and math is such a big thing stem that they push now i like steam um which is science technology engineering arts in math, as an, as someone who's a creative, as I'm sure you appreciate, Mark, I, I always think the arts are 
big part of it. Yeah, I've actually, in, no joke, I've actually never heard of Steam before. I've only oh. heard of STEM. I've never heard of Steam. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's. I think it's they're trying to expand that program, and, and it's not as popular. Okay. Um, I, I you know I know that arts aren't always the most funded things at school, but I I, I guess when you think about it, and you know thinking about you know Robin Williams and uh, uh, channeling himself, it's like you know. Yes, doctors, scientists, lawyers, we need all this, but art, poetry, you know, that's what life is all about. Um, so come on, let's let's keep let's keep making those poets out there. Steam, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, Bill, as we mentioned earlier, uh today, you know, this episode is about batteries. Yes. So just to at the top, we kind of just wanted to give a quick little summary of what a battery is and a little bit about its history. Right. Uh, so thanks as always to Casey, our researcher. Um, so she's a, great. Yeah. We love awesome. Casey. Yeah. Uh, so a battery is essentially a device that stores chemical energy that is converted into electricity. Basically, batteries are small chemical reactors with the reaction producing energetic electrons ready to flow through the external device. Uh, batteries have been with us for a long time. Mm. In 1938, in fact, the director of the Baghdad Museum found what is now referred to as the Baghdad battery in the basement of the museum. Analysis uh, dated it at around 250 BC and of Mesopotamian origin. That's so wild. Yeah. We, we, we looked up some more information about it, but it was so technical and kind of weird that we didn't want to uh, overwhelm you all with it. But it, it was interesting that that was the first, you know, 250 BC was the first time people were trying to kind of utilize that. And also, I, I, I got to say, like, how is this stuff just like chilling in a basement? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I guess it makes sense. There's probably like, a, I've never worked in a museum, so yeah. I'm sure there's just like an overwhelming amount of stuff everywhere. But even so, it's just like, wow. You yeah. Know, like, it's like that, that last scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where they're in that giant warehouse. Mm -hmm. That's just what I picture where this was. Mm -hmm. And there's some, you know, person with way too thick glasses. Right. Going through things and discovering that. Yeah. Right. Come on, museums. Do a better job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you got the Baghdad battery. goes back to 250 BC. Uh, but, you know, like, as far as, like, current battery technology. Yes. The first one of those was invented by Italian physicist Alessandro Volta in 1799. Mm. Uh, Volta stacked disks of copper and zinc separated by cloth soaked in salty water. Uh, wires connected to either end of the stack producing a continuous stable current. Amazing. Yeah. The, the science is so mind-blowing to me. Um, and, you know, thank you, Volta. It very, very appropriately. Uh, uh, named. One other fact that I thought was interesting about this particular invention of the voltaic pile or the Volta battery right. is his invention disproved the common theory that electricity could only be created by living beings. Wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, you know, the Matrix kind of rests on that uh, idea, but that is crazy. Because uh, I guess, you know, when you when you get pulled up a static charge mm -hmm. i could shock somebody mm -hmm. i i would do it right now on this carpet mark but let's face it there's too much electronics static shock is something you know you know did you ever do the? Th i mean sure you did as kids when you go around shocking each other that was one of my least favorite i didn't enjoy it you know it was it wasn't my favorite either, <laughs> to, to be honest i uh i did have um 
this isn't like a battery, but just speaking of electricity and being a kid, yeah. you know those balls of like, I don't know what they're called. In my mind, they're called like an electricity ball. Yes, and I, it's just I like, can picture it. Yeah, and it's just like, for those that maybe don't know what I'm talking about, just imagine like a glass orb uh, that's sold in like different stores and there's just like uh, uh, zaps and uh, 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 I don't know. It's, yeah. It's, you- you yeah. put your hands on it and you can kind of control the flow of the energy. Correct. Yeah. I had one of these, like, I think when I was like 12 or 13, thought it was the coolest thing ever. So that's actually, Mark, called a plasma globe or a plasma lamp. Okay. All right. Makes sense. <laughs> this whole time in my mind, I was like, ooh, an electricity ball. Well, you know what? That's probably, if someone came up to me and said, do you have a plasma globe? I'd kind of look at them weird. If they said electricity ball, I'd be like, hell yeah. I know, I know exactly what you're, what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that is very common, mm-hmm. uh, especially in uh, middle school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think there's lots of different kinds of batteries. Um, I think some of the ones we probably are most familiar with are ones like the alkaline battery, um, which is popularized, you know, by Duracell, Energizer, remember the bunny, um, and are used in a lot of regular household devices from remote controls to flashlights, you know, all the things that you get frustrated when they go out. Um, and they are inexpensive and typically, typically non-rechargeable. Um, though they can be made rechargeable by using a specifically designed cell, and I do recommend getting rechargeable ones because it just makes you feel better about uh, you know saving the environment one step at a time. Um, the modern alkaline battery was invented by a Canadian engineer. Thank you, Canada, America's hat, uh, Louis Uri in the 1950s. Um, he used zinc and magnesium oxide in the electrodes, and the battery type gets its name from the alkaline electri- electrolyte used, potassium hydroxide. Um, over blank alkaline batteries have been made in the world. Any guesses, Mark? Are you looking at this? I, I, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, Bill, because right <laughs> as you said it, I, I wanted to guess, but just as you said it, I was, I, I saw the number. 10 billion. I never would have guessed 10 billion. Yeah, that's a lot of, I mean, and those get kind of thrown away. I think they're working on recycling, but yeah, it's a lot of batteries. I, I probably, from my childhood to now, um, I've probably gone through at least one billion of those, so I take credit for that. Yeah, yeah. And then build another type of battery, and this is kind of the battery that's going to revolve around some of the technology we'll continue to talk about. Yes, is the lithium ion battery. Mm-hmm. So Sony released the first commercial lithium uh, ion battery in 1991, and lithium ion batteries have high energy density, and they have a number of specific cathode formulations for different applications. I don't fully know all of what that means <laughs> other than that i assume that that just means it's an improvement but, yeah right uh, yeah big improvement um they're using laptops smartphones um you know a lot of rechargeable devices and let's face it i don't know about you y'all but nowadays when i'm buying a product if it runs on double a's i'm a little disappointed i want something i can just recharge plug it into a micro usb USB-C, whatever it is um because i feel like you know and you know I'm gonna get big, uh, big battery is gonna come after me. Uh, Duracell and uh, Energizer, uh, they got me in the sights. But I, I think we're at the point where why don't we just use rechargeable stuff? It's a good question. Uh, I, yeah, I mean having something rechargeable is fantastic. And I mean I, uh, I have things that do take batteries, and it makes things very inconvenient. For example, you yes. know this is just random, you know, but. I'm pitching it out to the rechargeable 
industry out there. Listen so up. here's Listen a up. here's the product. So, you know, I have a blow up uh, T Rex uh, <laughs> suit. So it's like anytime I want to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex, you've seen them around. I got them. It's it's fun for doing stand up. It's fun for doing improv. If you want to be a T Rex, right? Yes. But here's the thing, Bill. They take like four AA batteries. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize that. It's, it's either like four AA or four AAA batteries. It's one of the few things that I like consistently need a battery for. And I lend it out to friends. And when I do that, I also have to be like, here's some other batteries. Point is, if it was rechargeable, man, it'd be so much better. Right. It'd be so much better. I'd use it way more. But instead, I'm not a T-Rex as much. Why? Because of the batteries. That makes me sad because you as a T-Rex is one of my favorite. Thanks, man. There's lots of things you do, Mark, that are, are, I will say, my favorite. But obviously, that one is so great. Thanks, man. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Mark Kendall do stand-up oh, as a Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Zumo Play. With amazing and crazy topics for picking to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. Hot take, Mark. Um, I love, I'd love. i love to hear a hot take. And, and maybe it's not as controversial. I'm very excited. Uh, but, you know, I, for anyone who a, 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 a plays video games out there, and for anyone who doesn't, they probably still understand, uh, there's different systems, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, Um Xbox controllers use AA batteries, whereas Nintendo Switch is rechargeable. Uh, you can plug it into USB-C. PlayStation is rechargeable. And you can get rechargeable packs for Xbox, but it defaults to AA. And it turns out there's like a deal between Duracell and AA. Um, and I just, uh, I disagree. I think we should, let's, let's eliminate some of that battery waste. Let's just use rechargeables. And that doesn't just go, of course, for video game controllers. Nowadays, if something uses AA batteries, it's a little frustrating to me. How about you, Mark? Yeah, you know, well, you know, uh, I want a rechargeable T-Rex. You know, <laughs> like I said. You know. Yeah, so let's, let's uh, if, if for Duracell folks, 
let us know. I mean, the one argument that I've heard them say is it's, it's you know, if you're playing for 40 hours straight, I guess you could just quickly swap out the batteries. But I, I hope that most of us aren't doing that. That said, Bill, beyond, you know, the T-Rex costumes and the uh, video game controllers, there's a bunch of different types of batteries that are uh, have really great benefits uh, to the environment. So just wanted to share some of those benefits with you. So when connected to a renewable energy source, such as photovoltaic solar panels, batteries can take in the clean energy produced when the skies are clear and sunny, store it, and then send it back to the electricity grid at night on cloudy days or whenever needed. Uh, and batteries can potentially reduce electricity bills for customers who use them to send power back to the grid when demand is at its peak and energy prices are at their highest. Uh, also, uh, rechargeable batteries are powering the rise in plug-in electric vehicles. Uh, in 2018, more than 360,000 electric vehicles were sold in the United States, uh, an increase of 81% over 2017. Wow. Uh, with transportation contributing to 29% of U.S. carbon emissions, electric vehicles have the potential to significantly lower those emissions, provided the electricity grid that supports them is powered by low-carbon energy. Right. And I, I know we're trying to, to get more low-carbon power in our grid. Here in Georgia, we got a, a decent mix, but I think you know we're still pretty heavily relying on coal. So trying to get that a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely, Bill. And... You know, uh, and even with this technology, you know, there can still be an uptick in fossil fuel energy or higher carbon emissions uh, if you're not responsible with how this energy is stored. I'm not a scientist, you know, <laughs> so I can't really like break down the specifics of how. But what our research uh, continues to say is uh, if deployed strategically, energy storage can do all the things the boosters say making the grid more flexible, unlocking renewable energy, and reducing emissions. So what I hear from that is it's like there's a responsible way to deal with energy versus, you know, less responsible. So energy storage is neither like clean or dirty or anything. It's neutral. Mm. Um, is likely to boost the revenue of fossil fuel plants as it is to help clean energy. So if policymakers want to use it as a tool to enable clean energy, they need to be conscious of its characteristics and smarter about its deployment. Yeah, I think we all could be a little bit smarter about a lot of things. Maybe we can work in a little bit on the lithium batteries. Yeah, yeah. Kind of what I take away from that research is just like, you know, it's this great technology. We just have to be aware of what it is and how we are using it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, who's that? Here you go. Oh, there's a... Is that the Energizer Bunny? Hey, hey, guys. It's me. It's me. Oh, sorry. You probably hear some drums in the background. You hear that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm the Energizer Bunny, y'all. You seem really chilled out, Energizer Bunny. I'm so chilled out, Bill. I'm so chilled out, Mark. You know, for years, I was the Energy Bunny, Energizer Bunny. I was like, go, 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 go. You were. I mean, because of me, you could say that I had a lot to do with those 10 billion alkaline batteries that were made. You did, yeah. You were always you were always running. You were yeah, always charged. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. It was a lot. During the pandemic, I had a chance to, I was one of the fortunate few that had a chance to kind of like really stop, pause, stake ta take stock of what I was really doing out there. And you know what I realized, Bill? You know what I realized, Mark? What What you realize? Sometimes you got to slow down. <laughs> I was going and going and going and going, but I never asked where. It sounds like you got burnt out. Burnt? That's exactly it, Bill. So now what I do, 
I'm trying to fight burnout culture, right? <laughs> I'm trying to fight grinding just to grind. And instead, I just want to move with purpose. Drumming is great. Pushing yourself is great. But just make sure that you know where you want to go, right? Mm. Just make sure that you are investing your energy. Yes. Into the right places. Well, yeah, that's so, that's, that's deep energizer bunny and what what made what brought on this change was there a specific moment well sorry i I still get emotional yeah you're crying here you want a tissue oh great thank you one day i ran out of batteries oh no yeah i was stuck i was still and i couldn't move because i'm powered by batteries Batteries. but i was still conscious if you've had like a when you're awake, but you can't really move your body because the rest of your body hasn't woken up just yet. It's so scary. It's a scary feeling. But it was a gift because I got to ask myself, like, what's this all about? I, I expended all this energy, but do I put nothing back in myself? I got to recharge. Yeah. I noticed you, you're, you're reading more, it seems like. You got I'm a stack reading of more. books. I've learned how to read. Now, listen, the way I'm built, I'm going to take double a batteries until i'm no longer around but i found that there's other ways to recharge myself like you mentioned bill mm-hmm. i'm reading these books uh, this right here i'm reading uh, the the winds of winter wow yeah that's the uh game of thrones book it's not out yet oh how did you get that that's amazing uh, oh my gosh energizer has a deal with george r r martin no one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're coming out with a George R. R. Martin battery instead of a double A. It's called a double R. Uh, it's very good. It's going to be a great battery. It's going to be very violent. I feel uh, like it's going to kill all the other batteries. It's, it's going to kill all the other batteries. Slaughter. Have a very strange ending. Um, but anyway, got the manuscript for Winds of Winter right here. Uh, this other book is uh, Bunny Rabbits, um, the year 2022 and you. That's my autobiography I'm working on. great. Yeah, I would like, can I get a signed copy? I, really? I would love to. Oh, there my gosh. Go. Yeah. Peace be with you now and always. Always take time to recharge your heart. I write really fast. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's really sweet. And, I, and you got a yoga mat. Yeah, right. Um, you know what? Uh, Energize your bunny. I hope you just kind of, if you want to just hang out for a bit. Could I do that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. I would love that. I, normally, growing up, your presence was a little intense with the drumming, but it feels, you you have such a vibe. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm just going to be back here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop pr- playing my drums for a little bit, if that's okay. Of course. All right. Yeah. Well, I got to say I'm a fan of the podcast. Thanks so much, yeah. Energize your bunny. Yeah. Appreciate you. You know, part of the reason I think Mr. Bunny, you can chill out. It's, you know, All right. <laughs> when you're just always chilled out, which is so great. Yeah, man. Uh, is that batteries have come a long way in the last 30 years. Uh, when you just think about lithium ion battery costs have fallen by 98%. So we're not getting rid of as many of those double A's. In the early 90s, the storage capacity needed to power a house for a day would have cost about 75 grand, which is a lot. Wow. The cells themselves would have weighed 250 pounds and taken up as much space as a beer keg. Today, the same amount of power can be delivered at a cost of less than $2,000 from a 40-kilogram package, um, roughly the size of a small backpack. Wow. So it's come a long way. Yeah. Um, and the uh, development of uh, lithium-ion batteries has progressed rapidly, of course, 
And we can expect more discoveries to come in the battery technology. Um, this is according to the Royal Swedish Academy of Sciences. They said, these future breakthroughs will undoubtedly lead to further improvements in our lives, not only for our convenience, but also with respect to global and local environments and ultimately the stand- sustainability of our entire planet. Thank God. That's great. Obviously, with the AA batteries and the 10 billion waste that we talked about, re- recycling electric batteries is tough, um, but it has to be done. You know, with uh, at least 145 million EVs, and that's electric vehicles hitting the road by 2030, which is over a thousand percent increase um, compared to 2022, uh, this boom can be a little bit of a double-edged sword um, because like the exponential increase in solar panel waste, people are just starting to realize there's some problems surrounding dead or faulty EV batteries. For example, in Australia recently, they pulled a bunch because there were concerns they may overheat or catch fire. And I know there's been some recalls on some electric cars that could overheat and catch fire. Uh, you know, so it's still a work in progress. One estimate points that to more than 12 million tons of lithium-ion batteries being retired between now and 2030. And it's a lot. And dumping all that waste into landfills is just, I mean, it's not a great option, right? You've right. got some corrosive materials, um, heavy metals that'll leach out from the cells. And it's terrible news for living things. So, you know, it's it's stuff that we need to work on. Thus, keeping all those materials that are in discarded batteries in circulation through recycling is the only sensible way to deal with the wastes. It also reduces the reliance on mining those resources. Um, but even recycling is a hazardous business. You simply can't dig into a dead battery as you wish. One wrong cut could lead to a short circuit, and you could end up with a, quote, spectacular explosion. Wow. I really enjoy the points that you're making about the need to recycle batteries uh, in a responsible way. Um, Because, again, going back to our research, there's a quote uh, from Pamela Coke Hamilton where she says, uh, most consumers are only aware of the clean aspects of electric vehicles. And again, uh, this is from the director of uh, international trade for UNCTAD. And she goes on to say that the dirty aspects of the production process are out of sight. And so by that, what they're alluding to is that uh, while most of the consumers uh, of these batteries live in uh, more industrialized nations, uh, the lion's share of the raw materials is concentrated in a few developing countries, and they also stand to bear the brunt of the more negative environmental impacts of that. Mm-hmm. So as you know, this demand for batteries is only going to continue to grow you know, we just need to make sure that we are uh, responsible in terms of like who is taking on that responsibility uh, because the effects of that, sometimes we might just be um, not not able to see. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, that's the tough part about being so removed from that stuff. You know, guys, well, I'm just a bunny, but I do appreciate how y'all at least trying to take on a, a wider view of things. Thanks, thanks, Energizer Bonnie. Thanks so much. You know, again, are you, I, I don't think you can smoke that in here. <laughs> Believe me, I can smoke this anywhere. Okay, okay. <laughs> Woo! I'm on cloud nine. We'll be right back with more ridiculous news after this short break. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Don't get it confused. You are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. All right, let's talk about the pros and cons of electric cars. Awesome. So, Mark, you know, I have a PHEV. That's a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, a Chevrolet Volt. Um, I got it because it was one of the cheapest cars I could get that was running off electric. I got it used, but I love it. Um, it's such a great car. Uh, and basically, for y'all that don't know how a plug-in hybrid works, as opposed to like a, a, a normal Prius where the gas engine kind of recharges the battery and it goes back and forth. The plug-in hybrid, you charge up the battery. Uh, it uses almost all of that battery and then it'll kick into a generator. Uh, to recharge that battery and so you can keep going for longer distances and with my volt i get around 35 to 40 miles per charge and uh, while that doesn't sound like a whole lot or it didn't to me when i first looked into these cars um, that's enough for me to do everything i need to do in a day in a city now if you live out in the country you're driving farther it might not be as good but if you just you know going through your daily routine just hit your odometer meter and see how many miles you drive in a day if you're not going on a road trip I think you'd be surprised about um, how far even a plug-in hybrid would go on one charge for you. First up, Bill, I can confirm that Volt, I've been in it before. It's a great ride. Uh, But also I'd say, you know, I would imagine that with that, there comes a certain level of, I don't know, I guess like stability. Because, you know, for example, this particular week, you know, gas is higher than it usually is and so with that like i changed my behavior you know what i mean and like uh as i'm sure a a lot of people do as like gas prices fluctuate like that and i i would imagine that you know another benefit to being able to charge up is that you it seems like you're a little less beholden to those fluctuations absolutely and you know i probably feel that car if i'm just driving the city i might put gas in it once every four months um because that's the how little i ever use it and you're right i don't have to think about the fluctuations at the gas pump most of the time, unless I'm going on a road trip, you know, which has been more rare, especially with, as this pandemic has ended and all that. And I hoped it picks up more. Um, but that is nice. You have that consistency. You know, there's also something to be said about not having to go to a gas station. You don't have to just drive into gas stations and all the time. And you kind of, you know, feel a little bit guilty, I think, or not, not to put shame on our audience, but sometimes it's like, man, I'm just pumping this thing full of this, this oil. Um, 
but you know the other thing about electric cars is you save money because the average American spends about two to four k on gas every year. Um, even though electricity obviously isn't free, uh, it does eliminate a large portion of your gas bill in terms of the cost you spend on gasoline, your budget for gasoline, and kind of helps pay for itself a little bit. Hey, Bill, I'm I'm sorry. Someone's like banging on the door. Oh no! Yeah, I, I can't really tell Hello? who it is. Hey, yeah, ooh yeah, ah, hey everybody. Is me. I'm Derek the Electric Pickup Truck Baby. Whoa, Derek the Electric Pickup Truck. Uh, thank you so much for hopping in here. Uh, this is uh, incredible. Yeah, it's Energizer Brown. You can just scooch over a little bit. Um, wow, you're huge. I'm gigantic. I'm 100% muscle, baby. Muscles and tires is all I am. And electricity. Wow. Uh, yeah, you look super tough. Um, you look super bold. And I guess I normally think of tough with a with like a diesel. Oh, no, baby. I'm electric. I love America. I love football. I love red meat. And I love electricity. Woo! Well, thanks so much for coming in uh, for this Batteries episode, uh, uh, Derek. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just had to come on through. I have a message. I have a message for the Ford F-150. I'm charged up, and I got to say, I will last as long as you are. I'm just as tough as you are. And anyone that's out there that's like, oh, I don't want to get an electric car because it's not tough enough. Look at me, baby. You can put anything you want me. I can be in one of those commercials with the beer and the horses galloping through the fields and then someone randomly kicks a football. That's me, baby. Woo! America! Well, thank yeah, I noticed you got red, white, and blue on. Uh, you have what is this one, two, three, uh, 18 American flags. I got right? 18 American flags on me. I got red, white, and blue on me. I'm an electric car, but I run on Budweiser. <laughs> that's not how, I don't think you run on Budweiser. That's not how electric cars are supposed to work. You're yeah, it's basically what you do, what you do, what you do. You charge me up. Mm-hmm. You charge me up overnight. But then if you really want to get me going, you just, you, just, you just open my window just a little bit. You take a thing. You take a thing of Budweiser. You just sip it in that window. Are you? And I go, 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 go. Yeah, I noticed there's a stench in here. Of, of you've been drinking. That's Budweiser, baby. Woo! Uh, I think uh, 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 while we, I love your enthusiasm. I don't sure you should drink and be driving out there. No, Bill, you don't understand. When the founding fathers decided to found America, it was halftime during the Super Bowl. And everyone's like, we need more Budweiser. And then someone was like, I know what I'll do. I'll find the United States of America. Woo! Okay, yeah, you're spilling. You're spilling a little Woo! bit in here. Uh, to, Energizer Brother, look out. Look out. Look out. Oh, oh, no. oh my oh, God. Oh, no. This. Oh, oh, no. You, hey. Mr. Energizer Bunny, are you all right? Hey, you guys. Uh, looks like I, uh, I'm bleeding a little bit. Yeah, you. I'm, I think your legs are off. Looks like I won't be um, hopping around anytime soon. I'm so sorry, Energizer Bunny. I think uh, the electric truck. He, he just got a little excited, and I understand. Yeah, listen. Um, hey, I've been going and going and going for a while, and um, this may be 
my last <laughs> my last thing I ever get to say and um you know batteries electric cars all of it lithium ion it's exciting the technology yeah unimaginably great but there's a responsibility that can come with that and uh, if you're not careful people can get hurt and die and die uh, oh uh, Mr. Bunny and people can get hurt oh yeah okay. <laughs> and so if you're not careful <sighs> then other people will get hurt that didn't do anything uh, uh, oh no they didn't do anything oh, wrong oh gosh <sighs> and so uh Wow. I think he's gone. <laughs> oh. Well, R.I.P., Mr. Energizer Bunny. I'm so sorry, Mr. Bunny. It wasn't my intent to end a life today. You know, I'm going to keep myself in check. I won't drink and drive so much anymore. Thank God. Yeah, that's a good... I'm, I, I'm glad because you just killed an icon. Yeah. I'm switching to hard seltzer. Oh, no. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of wow, here. That, that truck was dangerous. Yeah, that was. I don't. I hope not all electric trucks are as aggressively alcoholic or uh, 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 just boisterous as that particular one. Yeah, for sure. Still, I mean, of all the trucks, that is absolutely the smartest most conversational truck I've ever had a conversation That's a really with. good point. Yeah, you know? I think, yeah, like a, a Dodge Ram couldn't have kept that up at all. And, you know, as fast as this technology is going, I'm sure next time we talk we talk to that truck, they'll be, you know, far more mature. I, I hope so. Hope yeah, so exactly. As the, as the technology progresses, I think it'll get more uh, uh, smart, more intelligent, and mm -hmm. then, you know, hopefully less, um, I don't want to say roadkill, because that seems like it's... It's a little tough. Yeah. He's still he's still in the room with us there, yeah. Jazz Bunny. Yeah. Uh Bill, this may be a little bit morbid, so okay. we don't have to keep this in the podcast, but it's Rabbit's feet did come off. Okay. And Rabbit's feet are I think very good. Not luck. to be not to be offensive, but I think yeah. that they're good yeah, luck. Let me there's go ahead one and take one. There's one for yes. each of us. So thank you so much. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and put gonna, it on my keychain. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on my keychain as well. Okay. That way we always keep a little piece of that energizer with us. Yeah. R.I.P. Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. We know you have a lot of choices when it comes to entertainment so we appreciate you spending your time with us yeah we really appreciate y'all we hope you have a great rest of your day morning evening whatever time it is anytime when you're listening. it is uh and uh you know feel free to drop us a note as well uh you can email us at ridiculousnews at iheartmedia.com talk soon Ridiculous News is hosted by Mark Kendall and Bill Worley. Executive producers are Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Produced and edited by Tari Harrison. Research provided by Casey Willis. And theme music by Four Eyes and Dr. Delight. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.